conversations with Gavario. Then yeah, you won't have anything to anchor onto when life throws you here and there. But you've seen instances where people who have had these um, externally influenced value systems, materialism, and um, um, mainly materialism, they've had some epiphany or some significant emotional event that changes their perception that could also impact their value system. And then they change their life. They discard all that superficial, materialistic, um, unreal, but unreal in a sense that it doesn't have any, you know, spiritual basis. You know what I mean? It's it's mm -hmm. a man-made value system. Mm -hmm. And then they re-evalue that based off of some experience they had. Evaluate. That changes their perception of what value is. Value is defined by, you know, the individual. That's right. So what we may see as non-value or, you know, doesn't have any substance, another person, you know, may have a different perception because their experience is different. Yeah. Yeah, but the... The importance, the importance of a genuinely solid, connected value system, it can be overemphasized. You, you, I don't believe that a person can exist in a peaceful way, I guess, um, if their value system is based in, like, in the, you know, like what you were saying about uh, the young lady, but in, in if, materialism. Even and, if so, you know, if, that, if that's all they have. That's an external value system. Right. That means they actually don't have a value system. It is a value system, external or not. It's still their, their accepted value on whatever that might be. It's like motherfuckers with that, that have cars and ain't got no place to live. Right. The value system's fucked up. Right. But in and addition that, to their priorities. Right. But, but who, the, how, 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 how did they get, how did that idea get impressed upon them that this is what should be a value? The same thing we see all the time. Like, um, commercials and propaganda is the same shit. Someone has had to have impressed upon this person's psyche that this is what is of value, not love and compassion and, um, you know, uh, being uh, benevolent, um, you know, not um, empathy, empathy or yeah, none of that. That's not important. What's important is what you can get, how you can get it and who you can get it from. That's what's important. Yeah, that for the for the purposes of the purposes that a value system serves that uh, uh, a materialistic value system, a superficial value system, doesn't meet the criteria for the purposes a value system should serve, which is to keep a person moored to something that no matter what the ebb and flow of life is, no matter how the um, 
the experiences of life, uh, toss them to and fro that they don't, no matter how they may have to or, or feel the need to react to the, 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 the ebbing and the flowing, that they don't get too far from themselves, their, their true selves, their center. That way, no matter what hardships or challenges or obstacles they face, and they'll always find their way back to that center and be able to mm, move forward, evolve, grow, become a better version of themselves, you know, be able to contend with with life. I think that without a truly centered um, value system, um, being moored to something that is, is genuine and of, of, um, if I say substance, then that, that might be a, it might be a perspective word, it you is. know what I mean? It, 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 I believe it is because even though, so if value is determined by the self, mm-hmm. The self would have to acknowledge and recognize what is valuable to them. And that value can be in on so many different levels of so many different degrees. Because we can say we a a person should, you know, try to uh, return to the essence of themselves, be true to themselves, you know, find their center, you know, be more to that. But then it has. But before that can happen, that's that's that that that's a part of the process. But the input to the process is understanding what the essence is, and the yeah. essence is determined by self. So we're saying that a person is superficial. They have no substance. They're materialistic. You know, they're self-centered, and all of those base level operations. If that's what they value, and there's nothing outside of them that can convince them. That there are other, you know, aspects of this experience to value because they have tapped into that. They have recognized that. They have come across something that, you know, uh, um, conflicts with their existing value system or challenges their existing value system. They will continue believing that what it is they have attached themselves to, what they're more to, you know, what they have established as a foundation of importance to them, they'll always have that. There's no need to change. They don't have anything that challenges or tell them otherwise, tell them different. I would think that the hardships, the inevitable hardships and challenges and difficulties that would come about from having something as unserving as a superficial um, value system, I mean, that, that would... That, uh, you you know, if your now value system is predicated on that, well, it is what it is. This is what it is. It is what it is. This is how it is. This is life. This is what it is. Every this is this is then, it is what it is. Then they then they would they would be in they would be a person who is constantly in crisis. Yeah. They would be a person who is in trouble. And we know people just like that. Yeah, you you're in trouble. Yeah. You are in trouble, and so the purposes of a value system, there's would not serve. Yeah. 
And it's like change is constant, but change is only to the degree to which you are ready to experience that change. So changes constantly happen. But if you're only moving forward one or two steps to experience a change and you're still dragging along your previous value system, you could be changing in the process of changing, but the degree to which you change is going to be up to you in terms of being able to move forward towards a, a more elevated value system versus dragging along your comfortable value system. Because mm. you're more to it. Right? Mm. So how do you, how do you, how do you, perfect example is who we're talking about. How do you make a conscious decision to, to adjust and adapt and evolve to a more elevated value system Someone has to show you, someone has to expose it to you, you have to come across new information, you have to change your <coughs> experiences so you can have different synapses going off and you can create new neural paths. All of that have to happen, right? That's right, baby. <laughs> right? That's right? In order for them to experience something different. So in that other book, it talks about experience being um, the catalyst to emotions, right? Emotions Which being... Book? Uh, um, Breaking the habit of being yourself. Mm -hmm. Emotions are the outcomes of experiences. Right. And then emotions are what drive the, um, the, the change in behavior and the thought patterns, right? Because you're having a new experience. So you start to see things from a different perspective. And then you start to put value to those perspectives that you're having. And that's got to be self-determined. So they talk about the self, self-awareness. It has to be self-determined. So you can, grow, you can grow up in a, a dysfunctional unbalanced, you know, value system that is um, focused on materialism and, and, and um, you know, superficiality. superficiality, all of those things. But it doesn't happen until you become self-aware and align what your true self is after you have gone inside and you have become aware and you have reestablished a value system. You, you did it. You did it. You did it. You made a determination and uh, 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 by saying this is not going to be my life anymore. And you had the, the to totality of your existence was based off of that particular value system that was either imposed upon you or you adopted as a result of your environment. environment. But, but check this out. This is why I say what I say. There was a point during my personal evolution that that introspection that initiated that evolution mm -hmm. I realized that I had, I had always been the way that I had mm -hmm. come back to being essentially mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I'd always been that way mm -hmm. but my my developmental environment it subverted those aspects of me because it was not it was not rewarded you know, being empathetic, which I naturally am, which is what enabled me to have the kind of insight into people that I do, to be able to read people as well as I always have, which is was essential to my survival in the environment that I was raised in. The, um, the curiosity my natural inclination to ask questions that most people wouldn't ask because it was coming, you know, whatever the information was that they were questioning or the 
exposure they, they were maybe questioning came from the people who were their primary caregivers and you know people rarely question their their mothers or their fathers or their you know other predecessors who, who may have had input into their their perspectives of life experience and stuff like that the time they couldn't answer the questions because their value system was handed down to them this is true or they were responding to their their environment mm-hmm. you know uh, which I guess is a combination of the yeah. of, of the of those two things and when I began to really change, evolve, or whatever, it was, it was more like a realization, like uh, I was being reacclimated or something, because it felt familiar, it wasn't, it didn't feel right, it didn't feel like I, like it was some new thing, Mm -hmm. it felt like it was an old thing, and I was just remembering, Mm -hmm. I was just getting back to it. it, felt completely familiar to me. To allow those aspects of my personality to become um, more dominant and thus guide and influence my 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 thoughts and and actions, you know, and um, so innately I was I was moored to something. I mean, on top of whatever my nature dictated, I believe that despite the the harshness of my my predecessors and my influencers, despite their their coldness or their sternness or their outright meanness or what have you, despite that, they gave me a lot of things that fed my uh, my sensitive nature, my empathy, you know, my innate benevolence, you know, the, the fact that I always liked to share and to give and stuff like that, you know, they nurtured those things as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess to influence balance and, and temperance in those things because they understood that I I was growing up in a world that would take advantage of that if it if it weren't tempered. You know, if I if I went if I went too far with being the kind, decent guy, whatever, whatever, coming up where and where I came up, it would be counterproductive to me. I wouldn't be suited to protect myself and you know, take care of myself and so forth because I I wouldn't have a proper perspective of my environment and what it required. You know, so I feel like what I've been more to, I've, I was born that way. And regardless of how much the influences in my life may, may have taken me, you know, what directions they may have influenced me in, taken me in, pushed me in for the purposes that they felt um, those behaviors were necessary you know, for, essentially for my survival. I was still some kind of way, and sometimes I guess it was conflicting, I was still some kind of way more to something that was independent of them, that was beyond them, that was 
like that when I say in the um the intro of Raised by Wolves, I although I brought something uniquely my own into existence, because I recognized that I was not entirely like them. I, I in that transitional time when I moved away from that life, uh it, it became clear in the absence of all that influence, you know, the complete and total absence of all that influence, it became clear to me that I'd, I'd always been different. I'd always been a, a little different, you know? I could, I could get down with the, with the coldest and the meanest and the most, you know, um, calculating and... Uh, you know, whatever whatever it called for, but at the same time, there was always something tempering, tempering my behavior. You know, uh, there was always something that, that no matter what extreme I went to, there was always something that I absolutely held on to that was there independent of them. So no matter what acts I took in response to their training or their teaching, I still made sure I held on to that thing that was uniquely me, that thing that I feel as though the center that I was more to, my natural center that I was more to. So that's why I feel like it's it's very important to be more to something truly meaningful and that if you're not, that if you have a, a value system that's based in materialism or superficiality, that you actually don't have a value system that serves the purposes uh, a value system is supposed to serve. And, uh, you know, that you will be perpetually in crisis. As we know, most of our people are. Right, and that's, you know, that's that's the evidence that I've, I've used to um, to validate that perspective. You know? At the same time, understanding it is still perspective. You know, that there is no no absolute rights or wrongs. It's, you know, making a determination for oneself what is best for oneself. And then, you know, doing that despite what what the world hurls at me and, you know, how the waters, how choppy they may come, become and how I may be thrown to and fro and how I may react to or feel the need to or be or, or, or you know, have to, you know, for uh, survival in that, in that instance, you know, being tossed this way and that, the way I may have to react to that in order to survive, I still have to hold on to something that is uniquely me. What are you doing? What? You're recording. What are you talking about? You're recording. Conversations with Cavallo Hill. <laughs> Kings and queens. <laughs> <laughs> Secret sessions. Mm-hmm.